Hi, folks. This is Mike Callahan again. Welcome back. Uh, I'd like to give a quick shout out to Jeff Devereaux with No Veteran Left Behind for the support he continues to provide for the podcast. And I want to let you know about a very special uh, guest I've got in the virtual studio today. Her name is Sandy Lawrence, and I've had the pleasure of meeting Sandy a few months ago and, and collaborating and talking about a lot of different topics. But one of the things I'm really excited about and the purpose of this specific podcast is to announce her new book, The Transitioned Veteran. It's a story of uh, 50 plus veterans from a variety of uh, backgrounds, all the different services and uh, how they went through that transition from the military into civilian life. Some great stories in it. And I was really excited when, when she told me about the book and uh, we're, we're going to be, I'm going to be using it in a variety of settings, um, but I wanted to get her on the podcast and, and have her tell us about the book. And it's uh, available for you to, to buy uh, from Amazon right now. So with no further ado, uh, Sandy, real quick, give us a little uh, intro about who you are and then also maybe talk a little bit about why did you choose to write this book? Well, thanks, Mike. I appreciate being here today on this special day to announce the book with you. Um, I've been an um, advocate of military and transition for the last 10 years. Uh, given my role as a DOD contractor at both U.S. Central Command and U.S. Special Operations Command, uh, I was brought in to work on uh, programmatics and portfolio efforts, uh, as well as strategic plans for the IT directorates at those COCOMs. And it was really an, an amazing journey for me to be part of that organization. And both of those, interestingly enough, are joint commands. And what that means is that Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, they're all together, active duty, um, veterans, civil servants, all of those guys. And more interestingly, it was great to be part of special operations commands because you would be part of, you'd be walking down the hall with the guys that were actually getting the, the stuff done. And it, it was a humbling and a wonderful experience. Through that process, as I came in with my certifications and my expertise in project management, I got a lot of inquiries from active duty who were working on their papers to retire or to transition and get another job out of the military. And I soon became what they called the PMP girl, which is the project management professional. But just speaking to you know, the value of certifications, the value of project management, and then more in general, it was uh, an interesting dialogue that came between me and many of these veterans that were transitioning about how to even start looking for a job. And so uh, about six years ago, long story short, I started writing some of these books and we have a series called the Transitioning Military Series. And thank you very much for um, having us, Jay Hicks and myself, on your podcast a few months ago. But this book in particular is associated with 53 stories that I was able to um, get from a collaborative group of people, um, servicemen and women around the country, and they shared their own story. It's a phenomenal book. It's a humbling book. It, 
each story is unique and amazing in, in and of itself. Um, it's not service specific and we're just really excited about it being launched uh, this week. We have a soft launch this week and then it's formally coming out in November, so, uh, November 11th, which is Veterans Day. So, you know, I kind of came up with this idea, but uh, it's surrounded by 12 questions that each veteran uh, responded to in speaking to their journey of transition from the military to a corporate job or to their own, building their own company, whatever it is. In fact, there is one story out there where um, a, a mother has acquired her MBA and she's transitioned from the military and she's still looking for a job. And uh, so I hope her message gets out there as well. And she finds something that uh, works for her work-life balance as well. And um, just very excited to share this, this book with everybody. Great. And I, and I especially like the way the structure you do have. You mentioned about the 12 questions. Maybe we talked about that even more but. But the whole idea that there's a consistency, even though yeah. these are veterans from a variety of backgrounds and, and all, there's consistency in the way your approach and uh, the, the, the structure for the questions and how they they responded. What are right. some of the some of the major points that uh, that that you would recommend we consider that that are covered in the book? Well, I you know through the questions themselves, I I did offer some consistency in how each veteran responded to share their story. And so as a, as a reader or someone who's picking up the book, it's going to be helpful if you're intrigued or curious about a particular question. You can read through all the question fours or read through all the questions five as you want to go through. Um, I did take a lot of time to write a uh, upfront section, what I called a observation and demographics section, which really just pulls together some interesting facts about the 53 men and women veterans that participated as contributors um, in this book. And it just goes from, you know, how many enlisted I had versus officers, how many service people of each service, um, all, all, you know, people who had degrees versus lots of certifications. Um, you would think this book would be um, heavy towards the project management side, but interestingly enough, I, I opened a wide net uh, to get as many diverse veterans to share their stories. And interestingly enough, I, I do have, I think 43%, I wrote a little side article, 43% of the servicemen and women who contributed to this book, interestingly enough, had their PMP. And uh, so I'm sharing that with a couple of chapters because of course you and I are both big advocates of the um, Project Management Institute uh, uh, Military Liaison is certainly a viable and a very good career for people to transition into from the military. Yeah. So yeah. I've been working on that uh, effort with PMI for about five or well. Okay. Um, so if someone were to pick up the book, I mean, I, I didn't count the pages, but it, it's pretty thick, 300, yes. over 315 pages. <laughs> they um, all had a lot to say, Mike. What yeah. can I say? <laughs> Do I just start at page one and read the whole thing? Or uh, you mentioned about the 12 questions. Talk about that a little bit more. What, what are your thoughts about how people can can read the book? What, 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 do, that, what do I do with the book? Just sit down and read well, the whole thing or 
How do I approach it? That's really good. I I consider this a reference guide for anybody who wants to bring it in. Uh, The purpose of the book was to um, allow any veteran in transition to consider this a, a new extended network of their military community. Um, one of the biggest responses as far as lessons learned were concerned that everybody shared in the book was that, you know, you need to rely on your, your communities of interest, which are not only comfortable, but then you need to, you know, get out there and, and participate and meet new people. So as Greg Sturdivant, Major General Sturdivant said in his foreword, he himself relied on his military network, but he also joined PMI and the local chapter to find out about the local community and what was going on as far as jobs and availability. And so it's that kind of insight to you know, sit back and say, well, where am I going to, to live? And if it's in a new area, where are the communities of interest that I need to start to participate in? Could it be a PMI chapter? Could it be an FC chapter? Could it be, you know, um, any number of, of groups? But the point is, is to get out there. And I offer that a little bit in the observations and demographics. And then at the very end of that section, which is up front, I do talk about top issues and lessons learned. And I think that's, you know, very helpful because, you know, I took a lot of time to read each and every story. And I believe everybody needs to. But I summarize some, some threads, let me put it that way. And really, it, the most uh, important was, was to, you know, to network, to network in your, with your comfort groups as well as with new groups and to make sure that you would get out there. A couple of other things were, you know, to really not use the veteran angle um, when you're making, you know, your approach to companies and interviews. Of course, there were always um, some insights on, you know, just, just be ready to speak about yourself, which is a huge paradigm shift for most veterans. Um, I, I would say that in reading all the stories, most veterans were, were uncomfortable with speaking about themselves the, 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 because there is no I in a team, so to speak. And um, that's just not the military way. So there's some, some interesting stories on how people struggled with that and what they did to overcome that um, it, it, you know concern that they had or challenge. So the the front up upfront part, the observation and demographics is really a lighthearted but important look to to think about the fifty three contributors. And then again through the standard twelve questions, I would read you know um, you know pick the women if you're a female and you want to focus on the women. The women, you know, each one is in the table of contents, so read them, and then you'll kind of get a feel for what kind of questions are um, challenging you. So of the 12, there might be three questions, and then you can go through the book and read those three questions out of all 53 and get a feel for what they're doing. The most important thing is, is remember that this is an extended network. Um, Everyone has agreed to be Uh, They're reachable through LinkedIn, and over 20% of them are in current jobs where they're helping people or veterans transition as well. So it's quite amazing 
um, the support. Not only did each veteran give their time and their story to me, but they want to continue that support by offering continued mentoring and, and assistance if they can provide it. You know, and I want to make a point on that too and announce that in the future, over the next few weeks, we're going to be interviewing at least five of the veterans that, uh, that Sandy uh, wrote about in her book on this podcast. And yes. they've all agreed to, uh, to participate with me and become part of, part of this network. So yes. it's great. Uh, it, it's not only just information for self-reflection, but use this as a resource to reach out and touch people, uh, connect with them, and, and whatever their background is, find people that are similar to you. I use it as a networking tool. It's it. I I'm going to use it a lot of uh, ways going forward here as we work with veterans because <clears throat> it's a great networking tool. So yes, again, that's great. Well, listen, Sandy, are there any other thoughts that you'd like to be sure you cover before we uh, close this off? Well, if I can make a little plug, um, we we have done a soft launch and right book the right now the book is available at twenty five percent off. Uh, so once we hit Veterans Day, which is the formal release, the price will go back up to its its uh, original price. And then if people want to wait for an electronic version, we are planning to launch uh, the first week of December an electronic version as well. So for those Kindle readers or, um, you know, uh, online readers, we'll have that available as well. And, you know, of course, with an ebook, you can search on certain terms and criteria. The searching mechanism is very beneficial. So you can scroll through things from that, that standpoint. But um, I always like to have a paperback myself. Yeah, so. I like that. Hold the book. <laughs> yes. I made that complete transition. Yes. But listen, um, thank you. Thank you very much for all the work that you have done and that you do. And thanks for your your, uh, your friendship and, and, and collaboration on uh, things that we're working on. And definitely thank you for writing this book and for taking the time to be on the podcast. Well, thank you, Mike. I really appreciate your efforts and, and what you're doing through the podcast as well and the Great Lake chapter and uh, appreciate your friendship and thank you for all that you do as well. You're very welcome. Well, have, have a wonderful day and be safe. All right. You too. Thank Bye -bye. you.